The IRS, hoping to rebuild its workforce and modernize its technology, may soon be led by a familiar figure. The White House intends to nominate Danny Werfel to lead the IRS to a five-year term. Werfel was acting IRS commissioner during the Obama administration, and the now former IRS commissioner Chuck Reddick gives a final thank you to the IRS workforce. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman joins me for an update, and Danny Werfel brings experience both in the White House, the OMB, where he was a financial figure for a while, and ran the IRS for a little while. Tell us more, Jory. Yeah, it's quite the resume for the job here that Werfel has collectively 15 years of federal experience across the George W. Bush and Obama administrations. He was, as you mentioned, the former acting IRS commissioner in 2013 at a pretty pivotal time for the IRS. And he was also the Office of Management and Budgets controller, a position that is hard to fill. It's been vacant for five years, and he actually oversaw that role at a again, at a pretty interesting time for the uh, the country. And he came in as acting IRS commissioner after the scandal that happened in the division that oversees nonprofits because they were found to have denied nonprofits of a conservative nature that status of 501c3, and he tried to right the ship, I guess you might say. Yeah, that sums it up. And Werfel, back in April of 2021, he was talking about his time at the IRS, and he was pretty reflective about it, pretty prescient for the present day here. Here's what he had to say back then. I mean this from the bottom of my heart. The IRS is an extraordinary agency. It's resilient. It does an amazing job running a very complex process, which the nation's tax system is. And it's been an agency that has been on a lower and lower resource footprint over time versus what it needs to fully modernize and meet its mission. And now Congress has sponsored north of $80 billion over the next 10 years, and that would be Warfels to oversee for at least five years. Yeah, he'd take the first and probably most important crack at spending that money. And, you know, when I was talking to him last about the IRS, it was coinciding with the Biden administration rolling out what was then Build Back Better that had that $80 billion in it then. And of course, it didn't make it through to the finish line. There was the Inflation Reduction Act that contains that money. But back in that conversation, Werfel was saying that this $80 billion, wherever it was going to be passed in, he said it would lay the foundation for a high-functioning IRS. I hope that, that we're going to make some critical investments in the IRS going forward, because I do think there's huge opportunities to modernize in a way that will improve taxpayers' experience, make the tax filing and meeting your tax obligations journey uh, potentially more user-friendly, more digital, and through that, potentially with higher program integrity to reduce identity theft, reduce fraud, reduce error, and improve the overall fidelity of the system. And let's talk a little bit more in detail about the challenges Werfel did have to come in to fix when he was acting commissioner during the Obama administration. Right. Well, Tom, you mentioned that at his time in the IRS, he came in to basically clean house at a time when the IRS was under scrutiny for not just scrutinizing the tax-exempt status of some political organizations, but also some excessive conference spending. That was also something that they were under fire for from Congress. And so it was Werfel's probably primary job was to uh, get on Capitol Hill, explain what he was going to do to reform the agency. And by all accounts, he pretty much succeeded at that job. Of course, the IRS is still an agency where these things do loom over it. But other things include he was overseeing the IRS at a time when they had to 
revamp some systems in anticipation of the Affordable Care Act and navigated the IRS at a time when it was going through a multi-week government shutdown. And on his OMB controller side of things, he oversaw the spending of what is probably a quaint number now, $787 billion in stimulus spending in the aftermath of the 2008 financial crisis. And he also led the federal government through the 2013 round of sequestration. All right. And so now he has been or is about to be nominated. What's the reaction been? We heard from Treasury Secretary Janet Yellen, someone he'll be working closely with if confirmed. She said that Warpole's experience across multiple administrations makes him uniquely qualified to lead the agency. And we also heard from House Ways and Means Committee Chairman Richard Neal, who said that Warpole would be able to hit the ground running based on his experience. And for the IRS itself, what's going to happen next? Because, you know, the situation is changing. There could be a different party in control of at least one of the houses of Congress. And, you know, they don't both treat the IRS in quite the same way. No. And in fact, members of both the House and Senate have said that they would make this their number one priority to claw back this money if they controlled either chamber or would really need both to repeal this uh, kind of spending. But for the short term, at least, Yellen has directed the IRS to, within the next six months, develop a plan to overhaul its IT, its taxpayer service, and its hiring processes. Some of that stuff we're going to see in time for the upcoming filing season at the beginning of next year. This is going to be a filing season where the IRS is going to really up its game on how many people are manning the phones and are just generally around to answer taxpayer questions. So that's just a summation of what they're up to for the coming months here. So it's going to be a busy time. And Commissioner Rettig, who is out now, had some nice things to say to the workforce and uh, in his final days in office. Yeah, his final day was Saturday, and he was very reflective on what has been an interesting tenure, to say the least. He was always someone who went to bat for the IRS workforce, and his message to employees reflects that. He he gave uh, many thank yous for the past couple of years overseeing $1.5 trillion in relief to the American public during the COVID-19 pandemic and overseeing multiple things, the rollout of economic impact payments, expanded child tax credits. And he said that for the years to come, this is a transformational moment for the IRS, given this $80 billion, something that he supported. And he did address concerns from Congress about this IRS army that they're building up. He said that this is not just about auditing or pursuing hardworking people who pay their taxes. It's an investment in the future of our country to better serve IRS taxpayers, something that Yellen has also emphasized that this is an improvement in taxpayer experience as well. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman, thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. And be sure to check out his story at federalnewsnetwork.com. Reconnect with a carpool or vanpool. Even if you're commuting just a few days a week, Commuter Connections can match you with others that live and work near or at the same place as you. Prefer taking the bus or train? There's never been a better time to reconnect with transit. Plus, you have the added comfort of knowing Guaranteed Ride Home is there for any unexpected emergency for free. For more options, visit commuterconnections.org or call one 1-800-745-RIDE. Some restrictions apply. The Venture X Card from Capital One gives you more of what you love, like premium travel benefits and access to Taylor Swift tickets. Oh, I do love her. Earn five times miles on flights and 10 times miles on hotels through Capital One Travel. Enjoy your stay in Suite 13. Whoa, 13? That's Taylor's lucky number. Plus, get access to Taylor Swift The Eras Tour, presented by Capital One. Maybe I'll see you there. 
The Venture X Card from Capital One. What's in your wallet? Terms apply. See CapitalOne.com for details.